Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This is Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. All right, welcome back. Rob Breckenridge with you. Uh, Andrew Lawton's going to be in uh, with Afternoons from 1 to 3 this afternoon. And there's Angela Cocott. Wow, she's here. She's excited. She's ready to go. The Friday free-for-all coming up at uh, 3 o'clock today. And by the way, is Gord uh, coming back for the Friday free-for-all? No. Gord was up early this morning. Poor guy. All right, but Angela's in after 3 o'clock, but that's a long time from now. we got uh, matters to get to here. Uh, anyway, a few other stories uh, I want to get to before uh, all is said and done here today, but came across this piece this week, and I, I think there's an interesting conversation to be had around it. Uh, and, and whether you've done or considered doing something similar yourself and the reasons for it, because I think maybe there's health reasons, uh, and maybe more specifically our, our own relationship with alcohol and not wanting to be dependent on it. Uh, I think alcohol is enjoyable. I enjoy uh, a nice beer once in a while. But I realize that, you know, alcohol addiction can be devastating. Uh, James Fell is a syndicated columnist, uh, the In Your Face Fitness for the Chicago Tribune. He's also a contributor to Ask Men and Men's Health, BodyForWife.com is his website. And he wrote recently about his decision to stop drinking beer for a year. And I got to thinking, could I do it? Would I do it? Anyway, James joins us on the line here this afternoon. Hey, James. Hey, Rob. Great to have you with us. Um, Thanks for having me on. So, yeah, why why the heck would you do this? (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, I I think after drinking for 30 years, sort of on the bad side of moderate, um, I realized that it was time for a break. I tried to cut down many times to no avail and uh, was out for a run one day, and it just sort of struck me one of those lightning strike epiphany moments, not that that I was sort of quitting something bad, but that I wanted to to just go on this new adventure of finding out what it would be like to not drink uh, at all for a year. And uh, and once I made that decision that, yes, absolutely, this is happening, then it actually became really easy to quit. There was there was hardly any effort involved. Right. And I, you know, I suspect there, there's kind of a, a correlation here that the harder it would be for someone to not drink for a year is probably the more likely that someone should do that. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I've done quite a bit of research into this because looking at it from a, from a getting in shape perspective, people that change their eating habits and, and, and decide to start working out, that sometimes people do have these, these really powerful moments that just prompt them forward, even if it was something where they were having a lot of difficulty before. And I think that that's really what happened with me, was that I changed my perspective about it rather than you know trying to rationalize my way through what should be a... Uh, an appropriate level of alcohol intake, I looked at it from a more emotional perspective about how did I feel about this. And the emotions that I experienced were quite powerful because I was looking at it with a lot of positivity, like what's going to happen? I've been uh, a pretty, you know, 
uh, like I said, bad side of moderate drinker for my entire adult life. What's it going to be like to not do that? And and so that was, uh, with the year just being up, that was my latest Chicago Tribune column about the, the benefits that I experienced from doing so. Okay, so was it uh, easier or harder than you expected? Um, I, I think that, that once I made the decision that uh, that I knew right away that it was going to be easy. It was it was kind of like it was a fait accompli that once that decision was made that I was going to last a full year, uh, there was no turning back. It was just it was one of those those things that you just know was going to happen. And and so in, taking that into consideration, I would say yeah, it it was easy because there was just there was there was no stopping me kind of thing. And, and it. As I started to experience the benefits of, of not drinking, then that just reinforced it and made it more easy as it went along. And, and I made a decision after about six months that I wasn't going to start again right away after the year was up. Um, I figured I'll, I'll wait a few more months. I'll wait until my birthday in June, and, and then I'll have a couple. Along the way, and, I, and often fun, because uh, occasionally I will buy, if I'm at the supermarket, I'll buy some you know, the, whatever you call it, non-alcoholic beer, fake beer. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, I find that that's one way of, you know, that if I, if I kind of feel like I want a beer, that maybe I don't really need one, but that's kind of like, you know, you can grab one of those instead. Did, did you fill that void with anything like that? Uh, not with any non-alcoholic type of uh, beer or anything like that. I, um, I, I drank a little more club soda than when you, was usual, I guess. Like if I went out with friends uh, to a bar, I would have club soda because you can only drink too much Diet Coke before you start to, you know, have it feel like it's rotten in your stomach. So, well, there's caffeine uh, in that too, right? Yeah, <laughs> you keep drinking that, you, night, be, you don't want to exactly, be up Exactly, yeah. So, yeah, it was like I would just have club soda or something just so you could feel like you were drinking something. And uh, But, yeah, the, the non-alcoholic beer, I, it's been a long, long time since I had one of those. I don't know if they've made them taste any better, but I remember about 25 years ago they were pretty horrible. <laughs> Because I, but I mean, on that point, and it seems like there's a difference. I mean, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm I'm a little too isolated in who I hang out with. But it seems like women will go for coffee, but men like to go for a beer, right? Yeah. That, that that seems like a very social thing for men to do. Yeah, I think women will socially drink as well. Well, no, I, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I still had that social aspect to my life. I went out um, to pubs and dinners and concerts and, you know, ski, ski lodges and all that kind of stuff and, uh, and found that I really didn't miss it because, you know, I was still having fun hanging out with friends and, and you know, seeing great bands play and all that kind of stuff and, and felt that I didn't really need alcohol to enjoy the experience there was one exception to it where i went to a a calgary stampede party and we know how those can be right so uh and everybody was pretty floor licking drunk (laughs) and and when you're not that could be a bit annoying so that party i left early that was the one sort of experience where i thought yeah everyone here is just a little bit too intoxicated for me to be around while i'm sober (laughs) Yeah, I guess that the, the, those things probably come more acute to you once you've not been drinking for a while. Yeah, but I traveled a lot. I went through London and Paris, and I was in Ecuador, and I was just in Las Vegas. Actually, I was in Las Vegas when the year was up, and the people that I was with saying, hey, your year is up. Come yeah, on drinking with us. Yeah, let's go nuts. Said, it's a good place to go nuts. Yeah, and I said, no, I'm good. I'm, I'm going to keep 
on the wagon for a while and uh and I, I i feel as though my enjoyment of traveling to those places was not diminished through not having alcohol so did did you feel noticeably different were were, were the impacts on on how you felt and your health were, were they obvious and noticeable yeah it was i mean i was a really fit guy before this all started. I mean, I'm a health and fitness writer. I eat healthy. I generally watch my weight pretty close, and, and I exercise a lot. So it wasn't a major shift because it was really it was just my one bad habit where everything else was was quite good. I did notice that probably the biggest sort of well-being change was in terms of stress level, and I I think that there is a thing where. If you drink to because you're stressed out, this is going to create kind of one of those death spirals where it creates more stress, and you and and you you drink because you're stressed out, and you get stressed out because you drink, and so on and so forth. And I I noticed that the desire to stress drink went away really quickly, and uh, and it just it didn't even occur to me anymore, and I just became more kind of chilled out and relaxed across the board, and and I my wife says I was. Not like I was a bad guy beforehand, but I just became a lot easier to get along with afterwards. And uh, have you been hearing from a lot of people since this this column ran? People who maybe have gone through similar experiences, or maybe are motivated to to try this now themselves? Yeah, there's been a lot of positive feedback. I kind of came out of the no drinking closet after ten months, where I wrote a blog post that talked about this sort of transformative moment that I had when I decided that I was going to do it and saying, well, it's been 10 months now. There's only, there's only two left until the year's up. So I wrote that one back in November, and a bunch of people um, reached out to me then as well, saying that you have inspired me. I'm going to quit as well. So there's, there's been people all along that, that have said that, that they're going to quit as well, as well as a couple more recent ones. And I actually got uh, my mother to quit who, you know, had, I think the last time she went without alcohol was when I was in her belly, <laughs> you know, going on 49 years ago. And, uh, and she decided that, that, you know, she saw the benefits that I was experiencing and she hasn't had a drink since October. And she didn't decide just to quit for a year. She decided, you know, she's in her seventies. She's had enough. Her decision was that I'm, I'm done. I don't need to ever drink again. She figured she'd had enough for one lifetime. All right. So you're not at the point where you're saying you're never going to drink again. But, no, but I, I understand like you. You much, haven't. You haven't drank. Now. You haven't drank yet, though. No, I haven't. It's been so February first was when the year was up, and I picked a leap year too. So there was an extra, yeah, an extra day. day. But I, I, you know, I, I looked at it from the perspective of this was a, a period of rebooting because I didn't want to never drink again. I, you know, I find that socially it it can be enjoyable, and I like the taste. But my the amount that I was drinking before was at a level that I didn't think uh, was, I, I just wasn't comfortable with it. So I thought, well, if I can take this extended period of time off, I will feel like I've, I've regained my control so that when I do decide to drink again, I can do it strictly on social occasions and very lightly. Because one of the things I realized through this process was that any time I had alcohol and it was fun, it was enjoyable, I had like two maybe three. Anytime I went over the slobbery cliff and got kind of hammered, 
those weren't necessarily what I would call enjoyable drinking experiences. Right. So I, I'm, I think I've had enough drunkenness for one <laughs> lifetime that I don't need to ever have more than three ever again. But going out socially, um, you know, whether it's in the lodge after a hard day skiing or, uh, you know, having a, a glass of wine when I'm out for dinner with friends or something like that, I, I think that'll be fine. It's just you know when you're a, when you're a full time writer, uh, there's that cliche of you know you're at home alone. There's nobody to say that you can't have a beer in the middle of the day, and that was one of those things that I decided needed to stop. Well, really interesting. I know the column's up at uh, chicagotribune.com and more at uh, bodyforwife.com. James, thanks so much for joining us here today. Really appreciate this. Oh, you're welcome. Thanks for having me on. The All show. right. Likewise, there you go. James Fell, uh, syndicated columnist, bodyforwife.com. Uh, we're back with more. We'll have some time for your calls and your text here to round up the program, 403-974-TALK. Stay with us. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.